another episode of Life Changers, and this is Mike. So today we're going to talk about different ways of manifesting, and I'm going to be talking about different stories, story time, <laughs> of how I realize now that things I've done in the past help me to manifest uh, and create my reality and the things that I want in my life. So we'll start with this quick story time. Story time. I like my story times. Everybody sit down, grab hot cocoa, sit by the fire. <laughs> Oh, man, you guys must think I'm crazy. <laughs> so when I was younger, right, you all heard the story of me trying to make the track and field team, and I didn't make it. They kicked me out type thing. And without even realizing, I was using a lot of attraction back then, but I realize it now. So it's one way that you can uh, manifest and create your reality, and it worked great for me then. So... Might as well tell you the story and maybe it'll work great for you. But so, yeah, nutshell, tried out for the team with my buddy. They laughed at us. We didn't learn <laughs> fast or nothing. And that was that, right? Then, but the summer came rolled around. And it's not like, you know, I played rocky music and I'm like, dun, dun, dun. I'm training and running and pulling like tractor tires behind me as I'm running. No, I did nothing like that. I just put out there that I'm going to do a lot better next year. And I was in my head i was just like you know my buddy even asked me like are you training i'm like oh man like i got this in the bag like i'm gonna run so fast that no one will keep up with me you know and i'm just talking and talking and that was my reality that i'm the fastest runner around right (laughs) and um at that time like we moved from the city of laval quebec (laughs) into the country in the middle of nowhere where there's cows and you know, my farmer's one mile away on each I mean, my farmer's, oh, wow. <laughs> I own farmer's, no, I'm sorry. My neighbors were like a kilometer, a mile away each side of me. So one of those moving to the boondocks. And my dad and mom, like I mentioned before, would work in the city and leave a lot. I used to run after my dad's car when he's leaving because he wouldn't let me come with him on the weekends. <laughs> so I, he says, well, if you keep up with me, <laughs> then you can come with me. So he started pulling out of the driveway, and I get ready. I'm on the side of the road, and I start running, and he starts driving, and he's looking down at how fast I'm running compared to the speed he's going. And, you know, that went on for a lot of the summer because I'm like, I want to come to work with you, Dad. I want to come to work with you, right? And he's like, well, keep up with me. Then he could come. And I said, well, you know, your car can go a lot faster than me. But he goes, if he can keep up to me where I'm impressed, like to a certain point, on the road and how fast you're going, then you can come with me. Uh, I remember him one time. I'm running and booking, chasing that car down. (laughs) He looks down, looks up, and he looks surprised. And he looked at me, stopped the car, and just, you earned it, get in. Right? But it's not like I was training for the track and field. It's just situations because I was manifesting. I wanted to be a fast runner. So the universe like, oh, you want to be fast? Okay. (laughs) And then things kind of happened to the point where it became a challenge. And I like challenges. (laughs) <laughs> ask some of my friends one of my friends I used to be able to do like 100 push ups no problem when I was younger but da, 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 ha, ha, ha. I'm cool right <laughs> and then uh, one of my buddies like I'm like tell you what I said do you want to hang out with me and we've been hanging out a lot more lately I said whatever amount of push ups you do I'll triple it <laughs> I'll do three times more than you and you know and he's like oh challenge accepted and then he would do his push-ups now yeah whatever got this right got this then i got to the point where i was like oh i don't think i could do that many push-ups I'm like yeah hey, i'll double and then at the point is okay i'll just do one more than you because he was really keeping up right so i was motivating him but 
I digress. <laughs> anyway, so then the summer was over, school came around, and then I tried out for the track and field again. And I just remember thinking, like, I'm the fastest. And as I mentioned in other episodes, right, my brother would always say, hey, you know, we get what we want, you know, so just everything happens good for us, like, don't no worries, right? And uh, I was just like, yeah, whatever. So I get to the track and field tryout in elementary school, and uh, I just took off. I just pretended I was running after with my dad's car, and I was gone, and I made the team. And for a long story short, <laughs> in the end, I made the team and didn't even realize that I did all that through Law of Attraction because I was like, oh, I'm going to do amazing. And I kept on telling myself, oh, and, you know, throughout the summer, my brother would ask me, like, oh, are you going to make the track and field team or are you going to not make it again? Eh? <laughs> and I'm like, I got it. Uh, no worries. I am the fastest. I am. And I started creating right? And saying that I am, I was creating I am's before they became popular. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, well, I am the best runner. And I visualize me running and be like, oh, right? Making friends. <laughs> I wanted friends. I'm going to run fast. And yeah, in the end, that school year, um, I won everything I ever, I did for track and field. And I even made it to the Jeu de Quebec, the Quebec games in the province of Quebec, uh, provincial games. And I won everything there and just people were like, wow, we're going to call you Rocket Man because I'm just really fast runner. And yeah, I did that for a while. <laughs> but anyways, so that was just one of those stories. So by me saying I am fast, I am going to do it, I am, it was all the positive energy. So I started creating and the universe was like, uh huh, okay. And so it started paving the way. So it put me in situations where I'd have to practice train without even training or practicing right um <laughs> here's another fun story when i was eight years old i remember i had eight cavities and it was a it's <laughs> it was bad <laughs> and uh, and they would work on my teeth and it would hurt a lot and you know when they freeze your mouth it feels like it's like 10 times bigger and <laughs> I'm drooling. And even the dentist is like, um, you know, you can close your mouth normally. But it felt like it's a big bubble that I couldn't close my mouth. I'm there drooling. <laughs> and my brother's like, no, it's okay. He's special. <laughs> They're like, does he normally drool like this? But it just felt like I couldn't close my mouth. Anyway, so I was like, that was a horrible experience. <laughs> I do not want to go to the dentist again for like that long. And, and, you know, we were poor, so it's not like we're getting knocked out. Like, nowadays, right, just go to the dentist, yeah, put me to sleep, huh? Wake up, done, right? It's not like that. It's, I'm awake. They put a brick in my mouth to keep it open because I kept on trying to close my mouth. <laughs> yeah, the 90s, eh? <laughs> Early 90s, oh, good times. But anyways, um, so I was like, I don't want that again. And then uh, I was just like, well, I'm going to just tell myself that my teeth are perfect and they're amazing and that I have no cavities and stuff like that. Because I was never good at brushing my teeth. No kid is good at brushing their teeth unless their parents are like telling them every day and force them to brush their teeth, right? And my both my parents started working when I was younger. So they're not really home. And my brothers and sisters that were watching me were like, not going to force me to brush my teeth. It's like, yeah, go to bed, shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> but anyway, so I didn't brush that often. But for that whole year. I was telling myself how my teeth are amazing. They're perfect. And I'm not going to have cavities. It doesn't matter. And I kept on reminding myself that. And I was believing it to the point then. So it's like law of attraction, right? I set my intentions. I believed it. I put it as if it already happened. My teeth are perfect. Went on to the dentist after 
They're like, wow, you must have brushed your teeth every day, flossing, because your teeth are nice. I didn't do. I would say I honestly brush my teeth maybe almost half the, the year, <laughs> half the time I'm supposed to when I'm a kid. But yeah, it, it without even realizing it, right? That's how pure when you're younger, right? My energy was that, like, I really believed it, so it's real. Just like when, you know, if you have kids or when you were a kid, you probably had um, your invisible friend. I don't know. <laughs> or am I special? <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to lose subscribers today. <laughs> hey, this guy named Mike was life changer. He had his invisible friends. <laughs> I'm not saying I have them now, but when I was a kid. <laughs> but when you're a kid, you truly believe that, you know, you're when you're playing with toys or hanging out with your invisible friend or doing whatever, that that's real. Like, you, it's real to you. Like, you're talking and playing as if the game you're playing is 100% real life. And, like, I see my kids doing it when they're playing. I'm like, like, wow. Like, they're putting out the law of attraction. And if... I could teach them at a young age, which I'm doing, where they can realize that they can use the law of attractions for their benefits and keep it so pure for them that they'll be manifesting 10 times faster than I will ever manifest. Because <laughs> I mean, no, when I was younger, it was there was no doubt. Now we're older. People tell us, oh, yeah, that's not reality, right? You're not going to be able to make your teeth not have cavities that's just dream world if you don't brush your teeth and do your part, right? But when I was a kid, I did it. And don't tell me that, <laughs> oh, you're just, it's luck. It's coincidence. It didn't happen. No, well, I'm 100% that that was the reason why I was doing, without even realizing it, law of attraction, put it out in the universe that my teeth were amazing and I do not need to worry about it. Because I was worried about having to get my cavities done. And then sure, the year after that, I wasn't, pushing too much and I was brushing getting older brushing my teeth more and then normal things happen and get cavities and stuff like that but if you could take the purity of when you were younger how when you were bringing stuff into your reality when you're playing games and bring that now into you you'd be able to manifest a lot faster so here's another situation of me manifest something while I'm older <laughs> not too long ago um well, there's something that like, I, like we have, uh, like we were camping with our, we have our camping trailer and we're like, well, we want to be able to have another site next door so, to us close. So my family could visit, uh, friends could visit and we could hang out and have our kids play with each other and cousins and all that stuff. Right. But the people next door, they've been there for like 20 years plus in that park in that, um, RV park. And I was just like, going around like i told my wife like okay well i'm gonna bring it into my reality <laughs> that they're gonna sell because their kids are older it's just a couple their trailer's getting old where they're gonna have to buy a new one pull out the, that one because they're only allowed to be like 20 years old or something then you have to get rid of your trailers and put new ones in and stuff like that so then i was i, I put it i said it that we already got it they don't even know they're, they want to sell, but they're already, in my reality, they're already listing it for sale, and I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I'll buy their broken trailer, because you can't buy the site, because you rent the sites at the the RV parks, but you can buy the trailer, so you get in. Because it's a, it was like a five-year wait list 
to get in on another site and it's not guaranteed to get the one you want right next door to you. So anyway, so I put in the reality that they're going to sell. I'm going to get it. And then my family could visit my parents, brothers, sisters, and kids and cousins and everything could come visit and hang out. So all our kids can play together and stuff. And I remember the owner of the park coming by and I looked at him and said, Hey, you know, when they're ready to start listing that trailer for sale, let me know. He goes, what? what? They're selling the trailer? I don't know this. I'm like, no, no. But when they do, let me know first. I'll, whatever their offer, whatever the offer is, well, if it's reasonable, I'll just make an offer and buy it. And then rip out that trailer and buy a new trailer and put it in there. And he's like, okay, but I don't think they're ever going to sell. They've been here for over 20 years. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's my reality that I'm going to get it before the end of the season. And sure enough, a month before the end of the season, he comes up to me and goes, I don't know how you knew this, but they want to sell. And, you know, so I made them an offer. They accepted it. Boom, took it. Next year, took their trailer out, put a new trailer in, and now people can visit. <laughs> um, yeah. And, like, he was surprised. The owner was like, I didn't think they'll ever sell. They've been here for so long. Nah, nah, nah. But it just seemed right. I'm like, yeah, they, you know, I created my reality. I wanted it, so I got it. <laughs> so that's one of the ways, right, you have to understand that. When you want something and you set your intentions – when you set those intentions, you got to have no doubt because when the doubt comes in, right, you have a positive and a negative, well, it's going to be zero. <laughs> it's going to neutralize it. So you're, it's like pushing the gas and the brake at the same time. You're not going to go nowhere. So you just got to remember that. No doubt. Set it. Act as if it already happened. Then the universe is going to condition you and the energy around you. And then it'll, you know, happen with the stuff that you want to manifest, either, you know, a new car, new job, but you got to sit down, right? Talk to people as if you already have the new job, like, oh yeah, this is going to be my, my job that I'm going to have soon. And talk, don't talk like past tense or don't talk in the future, right? I will get this job that I want. No, no. Talk this is the job I'm getting soon, and this is what I want it to be like. And your body will react to it and put the energy out that you already have it, and then it'll attract it. And I remember, like you heard me in other episodes, when I first heard about law of attraction, I was like, what? That sounds crazy. Right? You just telling me I just got to pretend I'm going to have something and I'll have it? Yes. The universe is going to bring it to you. You're going to have to listen to your inner self or your higher self. But you've got to remember that as you find out and start listening and figuring it out, that works for you. And then, oh, and then the opportunities will arise. And you got to take those opportunities. It's kind of like when I was setting up the warehouse, the, the warehouse that I have. It's I put out there, like, I'll find the perfect warehouse. And then I was just, you know, looking, looking, like, I'm in control, I'm in control. When I just give up control and trust the universe... I said, look, universe, this is what I want. This is what I need. Hook me up because we need a warehouse space for the business. And then I found the perfect one, just like that. Landlord was awesome. The place was going to be available within a week, ready to go. How amazing is that? Like, there's so many times in my life where people are just like, you're just lucky. You're just right place, right time. You've got a horseshoe up your butt or something, right? That's the joke that goes around. <laughs> but in reality, no. I'm creating with positive energy and finding the ways of manifesting that works for me, setting my intention and releasing it. 
And we'll continue to talk about other ways because there's a lot of different ways. I know some people can write things on paper. That this is what they want. This is the intention. Bring it into your reality. Have all the feelings of stuff that you need. And you put in the fire and it'll burn it and it'll put in the universe. And then that's what's going to work. So on the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth of different ways of how you can um, bring stuff into your attention and more details of manifestation. So thank you very much. Check us out on our Patreon. Check us out on YouTube. Thank you very much. And join the inner circle on our Patreon. You won't regret it. Thank you very much. This is Mike and it's your work in progress and it takes one day at a time.